How appropriate is it that on this Thursday to open the training session on the practice field, the Eagles beginning with the song, Rock You Like a Hurricane. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack, now it's Eagles 360. Did you like that? How's that for an opening? It was a great sense of yeah, humor. Great, great work by you. Well, just is there, there going to yeah. be a hurricane on Sunday? Oh, I don't know. So, yeah, there is going to be a hurricane. Is it going to be over D.C. or over the Atlantic? Right, that I don't know, but it's going. I think it's going to be affected by the weather one way or the other. So, so it could be a game for the Mudders. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about a lot today, including Glenn McNeil's three bold predictions. He is on a roll. <laughs> He got all of one right last week. Two, I got two. What was the other one? Darren Sproles was one. And, and that, uh, and that the, um, what was the other one? Oh, <laughs> the special teams would make a huge play. Those Isn't that the same ones. thing? Oh, that's two no, separate. One was Sproles would be involved early with the offense, which he was. Yes. And one was the special teams right. would make a big play. I stand which corrected. Which he did. I stand corrected. Glenn Mack now has it all going on with the Eagles in sight against the Washington Redskins. Don't push I know, it, man. We go from one extreme to the other. <laughs> but there's a lot going on at the Novacare Complex today. The Eagles preparing for a 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. And, well, let's get you caught up with everything going on with this football team. Alex Smith with the latest, our Eagles 360 update. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Smith, and this is your 360 update. A rainy day here at the Novacare Complex as the Eagles continue to prepare for Sunday's game against Washington. Today we heard from head coach Chip Kelly, linebacker D'Amico Ryans, and kicker Caleb Sturgis on how the weather may affect things on Sunday. Yeah, you, we talk about that. We're always scanning. I mean, I think every coach is watching the weather. We watch the weather more than anything, and you're, you're always trying to get updates and kind of see where you are. Are you preparing for wind? Are you preparing for rain? You know, part of it then becomes on game day, you're going to have to figure it out. I've kicked in a lot of wind before. Um, we played a game in Jacksonville when I was in college. It was, you know, a tropical storm would come through. Um, you know, there's, there's no real pre preparation for it until you're actually out there and see what it is. You, you never know what storms you're going to do. I mean, in the weather games I played in, of course, you're going to see a lot more runs. And of course, guys have to check their cleats, make sure they have their footing correct before the game starts. But other than that, it's not that big a deal. We also heard from Eagles running back DeMarco Murray, who spoke about how he was almost able to play last Sunday against the Jets. But since he wasn't able to go, he was very confident in the running backs behind him. I was a little close on. I just felt that it, w it definitely wasn't quite right. You know, I didn't want to do anything and you know, set myself back and hurt the team and, and, and kind of be selfish and try to go out there and definitely not be myself. And um, definitely there's Ryan and Spurs who um, definitely can carry the load. And you know, I felt that they were better, you know, do that job last Sunday than I was. One of the Eagles' biggest struggles to this point in the season has been the offense's inability to get the deep ball going. Today we heard from Kelly and Riley Cooper on how opposing defenses have been limiting the big plays. No, I think it depends, and I've said this since day one, how people defend you is how you your game will express itself. Two years ago we set an NFL record for explosive plays. We've never seen those coverages again. People play off in back of us. They've played off in back of us for the last two years. So. Yeah, I mean, defenses are playing us a little bit different. Um, you know, they're kind of bend but don't break. Don't give up big plays. Keep everything in front. Um, you know, Atlanta, that's a, a really good example. And to hear the rest of today's locker room sound, including the entire interviews from DeMarco Murray, D'Amico Ryans, and others, and to see the entire injury report from today, be sure to keep it right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks so much, Alex. There are a lot of things in flux here, Glenn, with injuries. So let's get you... Thought. Uh, DeMarco Murray, yes or no, does he play? Uh, limited. Okay. Kiko Alonso in the big picture. Back in a help? month, and I think will still be very helpful to this team as it moves along. Okay, yeah. how about Michael Kendricks? 
Does he play Sunday? How effective is he? Do you need to rush him back there now with Jordan Hicks playing so well? I think you want to get him back in again. One of the things that this defense does uh, is they rotate guys in and out. So I think he'll get some plays, maybe 15, 20 plays. The impact of the loss of Andrew Gardner at who would have said who would have thought we would ever say the impact. <laughs> Matt Tobin expected to be the guy. Yeah. Does that hurt the Eagles' offensive line? Uh, a little bit. I think they'll get by. I don't think Andrew Gardner was doing particularly well. I'm not going to give you a big testimonial about Tobin, but I think they'll be able to get by. There. All right. See how many questions we have about the Eagles? Well, we're going to answer a couple of them later on with some bold predictions from Glenn Mack. Now, the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese, joins us in studio, or joins me in studio, to talk about the Eagles, the offense, and where this team goes. Can it get to 2-2? Two and two? But when we return to Eagles 360, we focus on the Washington Redskins. Chris McPherson going behind enemy lines. Just how legit are the one and two Washington Redskins? With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? I got tickets, Metro tickets. You need a Metro ticket, talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the Metro paying you to do that? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make profit. That makes more sense. Does the baby need a Metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apples, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. A wave of game day excitement is rolling into Dunkin'. Taste the new Tailgater breakfast sandwich stacked with smoked sausage, fire roasted peppers and onions. America runs on Dunkin'. We welcome you back to Eagles 360. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow. Time now to go behind enemy lines. Chris McPherson with Andrew Walker from Redskins.com. Let's get the latest on what's going on just outside the nation's capital. It's Behind Enemy Lines presented by Gatorade, and we welcome in Andrew Walker, who covers the team for Redskins.com. Andrew, Kirk Cousins had a tremendous start last year when he faced the Philadelphia Eagles. He's the starting quarterback once again as the two teams prepare to battle this weekend down at FedEx Field. What did Cousins do to impress the coaching staff and win the starting job outright from Robert Griffin III this offseason? Yeah, well, I think if you just look at the overall picture, you know, as well as the type of offense that Jay Gruden wants to run, uh, Kirk Cousins definitely gives the team, I think, at this point, the best opportunity to have success moving forward. And, and that's not to say Robert Griffin and third can't do it. We all saw what he brought to the table in 2012. He definitely has the tools needed to be an NFL quarterback. But right now, I think what Cousins does very well that maybe the others don't. Uh, that maybe gives him a leg up. He's pretty good in the pocket, and he can avoid those sacks. You know, think about it. Through three games, the Redskins have given up just four sacks, and that's against guys like Sue and Wake and Miami, you know, the six or seven really, really talented guys up front for the Rams. So, you know, part of the, that is on an improved 
uh, offensive line up front under Bill Callahan. But you've got to credit Cousins for his ability to escape, you know, the pressure and make plays. Andrew, we've talked with the Eagles coaches this week, and they've said that Washington is really committed to the rushing attack, and there are two very good backs down there, Alfred Morris and the rookie Matt Jones. How do you see Washington utilizing the two of them? Is Matt Jones the lead back at this point in your estimation? Uh, no, not, not quite yet. I mean, you've all seen, first off with Morris, you've all seen him plenty of times, so you know what he brings to the table. He's very patient, uses his blocks well. You know, very rarely does he go down at first contact. He doesn't have that breakaway speed or home run capability per se, but, you know, his determination as a runner has earned him two Pro Bowl appearances so far. So um, Matt Jones, you know, he's kind of that rare breed of size and speed, 6'2", 231 pounds. You know, he showed that speed against the Rams. He had a 34-yard touchdown run down the sideline. But he also likes being physical. And if you watched Hard Knocks this year, it was Jones who trucked the Texans cornerback Kevin Johnson, and that started all the bad blood between the teams, led some some fights the next day. But, you know, Jay Gruden said recently that Alfred Morris remains the team's top dog at the running back, running back position. But you should all certainly see Jones get his shots on Sunday as well. Andrew, from a receiving standpoint, with Deshaun Jackson limited due to the hamstring injury, Jordan Reed has been the go-to guy in this offense. He's a guy with a lot of talent, but who's been injured in his own right in the past. Why has Reed been able to stand out this year in, in your estimation, Andrew? Well, I think a lot of people around here saw Jordan Reed emerging as one of the team's top receiving threats from the outset when he was drafted out of Florida a couple of years ago. He turned a really good rookie year, showed he can be an elite route runner and playmaker from the tight end position. But as you said, he's battled his injuries every single year, including this preseason. But having him on the field these three games has really been huge for the Redskins offense and for Kirk Cousins, especially with Deshaun Jackson out there, deep threat. You know, I, I hate to sound like some homer here, but, you know, I truly believe Reed can eventually elevate his game enough to be one of the best tight ends as far as pass-catching tight ends in the game. You know, a perennial pro bowler, an all-pro type guy. So, you know, he's just got to stay healthy. Um, you know, Deshaun Jackson, I know a lot of Eagles fans are wondering what his status is. He hasn't practiced since suffering that hamstring injury going deep early in that week one game against the Dolphins. But, you know, Deshaun, if, if he can play, if there's any chance that he can play, especially against the Eagles, you know, he's going to try to do it. So we'll see what happens there. And the Eagles are certainly going to be prepared for it. Safety Malcolm Jenkins saying that he expects uh, Jackson to play, knowing how badly he wants to take it to his former team. Uh, Andrew, let's transition to the defensive side of the football. It's kind of a dichotomy here with the defensive line being very stout against the run early on in the season, but the defensive backfield losing D'Angelo Hall, at least for the time being, going to be tested from a death standpoint. How do you see the Washington team trying to balance that out knowing that they can do a good job stopping the run, but understanding they're, they're going to have some challenges from the past defensive standpoint. Yeah, it's kind of weird because the Redskins really spent this offseason trying to make major improvements both along that defensive line and in the secondary. So far, the defensive line's been great, like you said, really stuffing that run, but the secondary's kind of battled its share of inju injuries, inconsistencies. A couple guys have been suspended here and there. But D. Hall at cornerback, he, he has a toe injury. You know how much those cornerbacks need those toes. So he's going to be out at least three weeks. You look at a guy like Bashad Breeland in his second year to step up. Uh, he had a couple tough plays against the Giants, as a lot of people do against Odell Beckham. But, you know, the team just signed an undrafted rookie in Quentin Dunbar, who they kept from rookie minicamp, who was converted to cornerback from wide receiver just this preseason to the active roster this week. So that kind of gives you an idea where they're at in their secondary. But, yeah, the defensive line's been great. Jason Hatcher's playing a high level. you got Steven Paya, Ricky Jean-Francois, Chris Baker all doing great things. And then Terrence Knight, and I told you guys about him, you know, a couple months ago. You guys all know all about him anyway. But you know, he's been great. A lot of taking on a lot of blockers and 
leading, giving some big holes for those linebackers to make tackles. Andrew, interesting matches there because of the fact the Eagles' run game was able to finally get going last week against the Jets. However, the pass game has not been able to take flight, so it'll be inter interesting to see how the Eagles will try to attack that this Sunday. Andrew Walker from Redskins.com, thank you very much for taking us behind enemy lines, presented by Gatorade here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank you so much, Andrew. I ask you, Glenn, do you think the Redskins are a good football team? No, I think the Redskins stink. Uh... I do. I think the Redskins will be one of the five worst teams in the NFL this year. And I'll tell you more with my three bold predictions when we return on Eagles 360. to replenish everything you need to keep sweating I got tickets metro tickets you need a metro ticket talk to me please how do I even know these are real tickets yeah, you know you just touch it how do I know is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the Metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make profit. That makes more sense. Does the baby need a Metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route. Yes. Are we there yet? No. Roadside assistance? Not today, but always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there. So everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com. Love the Eagles? Play the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Players must be 18 or older. Please play responsibly. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360 time now. Drum roll, please. For Glenn Macnell's three bold predictions, Eagles Redskins. Go. All right, here you go. Number one, the Eagles will get a play this week from one of the other wide receivers other than Jordan Math Matthews. Now, I, I bombed last week on Nelson Aguilar. But I think this week, either a Riley Cooper or a Miles Austin, um, Hoff, if he plays, is going to make a play, and it's going to be a big part of the offense. Bradford's got to find it. Big, big play. Big play. Big, play. big important play. Down touchdown or a 40-yard gain or something where you say, like, oh, I remember Riley Cooper. He plays for this team, and he's going to be impactful. Okay. One of those guys. All right, that's number one. All right. Number two. Pierre Garçon is going to be everybody's fantasy football favorite this week. I always have to tell you something the other team's going to do. The Eagles have had a tough time with lead receivers this year. The lead guy each time has averaged eight catches, 115 yards, and 1.3 touchdowns. Well, Pierre Garçon's not what he used to be. I don't think Deshaun Jackson's going to play. At least that's the last I heard. So Garçon is, is going, to, he's going to shine. A little bit. Mm, Garçon will be serving the Eagles defense rather than... I understand. French in high school, but yes. I think more the, the, I think Jordan Reed is more of a threat to the Eagles' defense. Tight end, athletic, moves really well. The Eagles have done such a nice. Remember all those years we talked about this year. Yeah, the tight ends have done. You know, the Eagles have for years been struggling. I, I just think Jordan Reed is, is more of a threat. I, I, I think, think Garcon is the kind of body that 
Byron Maxwell can shut down. How about that for a bold prediction? I, Byron Maxwell shuts down Pierre Gosson. I will write this down. Yeah. That's okay. Spadaro's bold prediction. All right, that's a All good right. one. All right, All here right. you go. Number three, this may not be as bold as you think, but I think that uh, Ryan Matthews, again, is going to be the biggest part of the offense. He's going to get the most carries. Particularly, it's going to be an ugly day there, but I don't think he's going to have as much success against Washington as he did against the Jets. They are best in the league against the run. They were not impenetrable. He's going to get a lot of carries. He's not going to clear 100 yards. That means that the offense kind of is in the hands of Sam Bradford. And I think it's Sam Bradford's time to kind of show everybody that the offense deserves to be yeah. in his hands. Well, there you go. There are three of Glenn Macnow's bold predictions. Two more coming on the kickoff show, which airs on PhiladelphiaEagles.com on Sunday at 12.30. Speaking of Ryan Matthews, the game plan crew breaks him down in just a little bit. But up next in studio... The voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese, talking Eagles, Redskins, specifically the Eagles, and what kind of team is this at one and two? We're coming right back. My Jennings Power Reclining Sofa or Power Reclining Console Love Seat, only $6.99 each. Recline with the touch of a button. Supreme support with Bobopedic memory foam seating. Your choice, only $6.99 each. Only at My Bob's Discount Furniture. What makes a temple owl? Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce, and she's not alone. Temple University, where owls call home. We are the cherry and white. The city is our classroom we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without temple, well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? Back to the NFC East. The Eagles go on Sunday at FedEx Field against the Washington Redskins. We welcome in the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, the great Merrill Reese. Well, let's start right where we need to start, the okay. Eagles' offense. How does Sam Bradford get it going against Washington? Well, he gets it going by first establishing a running game. I know that sounds very ordinary, very, very conservative, but that's this running game. It, uh, that's this offense. It is predicated on run first, and I think that's what happened last week in, uh, against the Jets. They got the running game going in the first half. But even with that, the Eagles' offense really didn't get going in the pass game. No, it didn't. So just assess after three games, Sam Bradford, and then where does he go from here, Merrill? I think that uh, Sam Bradford has not been the Sam Bradford we expected or the Sam Bradford that we're going to see. I think it's likely that he is feeling the rust of inactivity that came from several years of being injured and the fact that he did not get that much game work. I think it was something like 32 snaps in the preseason. I watch Sam Bradford every day at practice. I marvel at his arm strength, 
It's a great spiral he throws. And all summer, Dave, you and I would watch practice together and we'd say, boy, is he accurate. He can throw the ball through any kind of small window. I still believe that that is the Sam Bradford that we are going to see. Hopefully it will be this Sunday at FedEx Field. But at some point this season, he's just going to break loose and we'll see the Sam Bradford we expected. And Merrill, Sunday would be a good time to start for the Eagles against the Washington defense missing two of its top three cornerbacks, including D'Angelo Hall. Mm -hmm. You would think that this would be a good matchup for these wide receivers. You would think so. Uh, on the other hand, keep in mind that they do have a very, very solid run defense. So establishing the run is not going to be easy. And, of course, once again, it's an offensive line that has a new ingredient. I would imagine it's Matt Tobin at right guard uh, replacing Andrew Gardner. So that's been a, a work in progress, too. On the other side of the ball, Merrill, the Eagles defense has been really solid and at times suffocating last week against the Jets for takeaways, good pressure on the quarterback stopping the run game. Your view as kind of a group of the Eagles defense and what you maybe thought going into the season. You know, the funny thing about the defense, about the players who came here, uh, we expected Byron Maxwell to be a guy who was going to do big things, and I still hope that's the case. Uh, you talk about the free agents who came here, DeMarco Murray and Ryan Matthews and this one and that, all these names that raised our eyebrows. But the guy who, yeah, he had a press conference, but he kind of snuck in very, very quietly, and it was kind of a ho-hem signing, was Walter Thurman. And he reminds me of the ball hawk. He reminds me a little of Asante Samuel in that he has a nose for the football, he is always around the ball. He makes things happen. He is a highly intelligent athlete and, and person, too. And he, is, uh, he has given this defense a big shot. Merrill, you've seen young players, rookies, come in and make an immediate impact. And then some of them, they kind of fade away. Too early to tell on Jordan Hicks. Do you have a feel for what no, he's all it's, about? it's not too early to tell. Um, you go back to the draft. And they came to the third round, and we're thinking, hmm, maybe another wide receiver. Uh, another safety, perhaps, an offensive lineman. And they pick a linebacker, an inside linebacker, where they already had great depth. Ed Manowitz, uh, the personnel chief, said, the difference was so great on our board. Jordan Hicks was so much more highly rated than anybody else, we couldn't not pick him. And that turned out to be a very, very wise philosophy. And he's something. He is, it's not too early to tell. He's instinctive. He's got great instincts. He's got physicality. He's a good football player, and he does not look like a rookie. Your thoughts, Merrill, on Sunday at FedEx Field, Eagles, Redskins. How's the game go down? Well, hopefully it's, it's not a hurricane. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's just a little rain, and I have a good feeling about it. I think the Eagles are the better team, and I think the Eagles come back with a 500 record. Wouldn't that be nice, digging out of an 0-2 start, coming back to Lincoln Financial Field all squared away. Need this one. NFC game, NFC East game, mm -hmm. and against a rival that we know the history of this rivalry yes. goes back forever. Two yes. teams that just don't like each other. No, I, I, don't, I don't like them either. I know. You don't like them more than any of the other teams. Well, because they sit the stadiums in Landover, they position Mike and I in Chevy Chase. Yeah, well, it's not a good thing. Keep your eyes on the game through the binoculars. <laughs> Merrill Reese, we thank you for joining us here on Eagles 360 in Philadelphia, on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. This fall at Dunkin' Donuts, get lost in pumpkin. 
Pick up your favorite pumpkin-flavored beverages and baked treats like the new pumpkin cheesecake square while they're still here. America runs on Dunkin'. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. You step to Philly? The bus. The trolley. The train. Route 124. Route 23. I step to Philly. The 17 to training. Jenkintown. To her house. His house. To Betsy's house. City Hall. FTC. Delco. Media. To work. To school. To the mall. Abuelas. Broad Street. To the game. I step to Philly. Anywhere. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket, talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make that profit. Makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Travel with Philadelphia Eagles players and alumni on Apple Vacations Beach Blitz. Go to applevacations.com slash eagles for more information. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow, it's Eagles 360. We come your way every Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. here on philadelphiaeagles.com. Glenn in studio on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now it's time to focus in on a player who really emerged last week for the Eagles. Ryan Matthews, more than 100 yards rushing. Good job in the pass game, caught a touchdown pass. Our game plan crew, breaking it all down, Ike Reese and Mike Quick. The subject in the progress report is Ryan Matthews. All right, Mike, the progress report brings us to Ryan Matthews. Big pickup this offseason, free agent from San Diego, former first-round draft pick, gives the Eagles their first 100-yard rusher of the season. And what I like about the run game this week is that they got different looks starting with an unbalanced line yep. and the quarterback on the center. So you give the Jets a look that they haven't seen on film, and they do a great job of running away from the strength of the Jets' defense. Well, and with that unbalanced look, they control the line of scrimmage. That's the first thing. There are really no missed assignments, and everybody's trying to get to their man. They control the line of scrimmage, but, boy, Matthews does a heck of a job of running with the football. Patient, he gets in the lane. And then the power of running through arm tackles. That's one of the things that I really like about this guy. And I look at the way he finishes this play. Those little halfbacks, he just runs over them at the end of the play. Love that physicalness that he brings to the game. Yeah, anytime running back is looking for contact, that's, that's a positive in my book. You watch him here. This player's going to come here. But the matchup right here for Allen Barber, listen, Give credit to Leonard Williams here. Does a nice job of getting penetration. But here's what I like about Ryan Matthews. He's undeterred, puts his foot in the ground, does a great job of outrunning the defender here, and he's able to get past the line of scrimmage and get to the second level. You know, he goes lateral, and then he, like you said, sticks his foot in the ground, gets north-south. But look at the blocks. You got Kelsey doing a great job creating that lane to the inside, and you got big Jason Peters on the outside. They are creating that alley and he gets it into the alley, and he gets the ball to the second level. Yeah, nice job, Ryan Matthews, being decisive, running downhill, running behind his shoulder pads. But this kid isn't just about running the football. 
You watch him here. Now, this play is normally designed for the for little man, Darren Sproles. Right. So, this linebacker is not anticipating this wheel route that's coming. Even though he has good leverage, the problem here is he makes a mistake of watching the quarterback. Ryan Matthews is going up the sideline. Great throw from Sam Bradford here under pressure. This is what they call anticipation. You see the guy in his lap? That ball is already gone. And Ryan Matthews, all he has to do is track it in the air. He's a great combination, Ike, of speed and power. You see the speed displayed there running by that linebacker, but you also saw the power earlier with him running over people. I guess we shouldn't be surprised. This is a former first-round draft pick, and he's been across the water to Hawaii. So shouldn't be surprised by the success he's having out on the field. And more importantly, we should look forward to it continuing as the season goes along here. Well done, guys. Uh, Glenn, some final thoughts here. You think it will be an ugly game at FedEx Field, just from a weather standpoint? Yeah, inevitably it's going to be an ugly game because of that. But I think it's a real opportunity for the Eagles to get back to 2-2, two and two, back to the even water mark, and move ahead toward winning this division. Cowboys aren't going to run away with it, everybody. This is the Eagles' chance to get back. And the offense making more I – mean, will, will we ever see the offense, do you think, that we saw or we thought we saw? In preseason? Saw, yeah. yeah, but I don't think this week. I think this week's going to be a lot like last week's Jets game. Maybe a balance of that first and second half. I think the Eagles will put up somewhere in the 20s. I think the Eagles' defense will hold Washington somewhere in the teens. I think the Eagles can go after this Washington secondary and tear them apart. Well, I hope you're right there, Dave. No D'Angelo Hall. Breland's a, he's just, a, bum. a just a guy. Well, he's not a bum. He's just a guy. Mm. I think it's time for Nelson Aguilar and Jordan Matthews and maybe your boy Josh Huff and Riley Cooper, as you say, will make those big plays. We hope so. All right, what's ahead? Let's take a look at our Amorosos on the menu schedule here. Well, we're looking ahead to tomorrow and it's crunch time. Cornerback Nolan Carroll, the subject in studio with Chris McPherson. Stats only with Alex Smith. Eagles in Washington, of course. And then our key matchups, the Eagles and the Redskins, a very important NFC East game. All right, bring home a win, two and two. Saints in town, maybe no breeze. It's a breeze. <laughs> it's that easy, isn't it? Well, it would be nice to get to the two and two. All babies. No, I, I, I at think that's two, exactly where you At 0 and 2, this town was in panic. At 2 and 2, the hope returns anew. And that's what we're expecting. You grow back the fingernails you exactly, chew off. Exactly. For Glenn Mack, now Dave Spider, we thank you for joining us here on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles Day.